G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Hour two coming up on the captain's run. First hour has been big. We are live from Brisbane as we're counting down to the big one tomorrow night at the Gabba. Got to say, the atmosphere is... Clearly a little bit different to what it would be if normal proceedings were in front of us and the game was at the MCG tomorrow. But we'll take it because footy is on. We're here thanks to Apollo League, apolloleague.com, elevate your career. And as always, there are lines available if you want to join in the program. one 736 736 Gary Ayer, Sean Wren, Anthony Hudson, the Brownlow medalist, Beck Madden, and the grand final theme quiz to coming up before 12 o'clock. But right now, let's talk some trades because... I can't remember a busier lead-up to the trade period. Hasn't even started yet. And a man who has been all over it this week is SEN's chief sports reporter, Sammy Edmund. Sammy, thanks for joining me. G'day, Kane. Thanks for having me. What do you mean, lack of buzz up there? I saw your foyer of your hotel <sighs> there. Happening. Some balloons inflated. Nothing wrong with that. It's all happening, Sammy. The lady at reception didn't even know where the gabba was. That's, well, that's, how, that's how we're going. It's a kilometre away, for those wondering. She might not know where the Gabber is, but does she know what the weather's doing, Kane? I'm particularly worried about the forecast for tomorrow. Can you put us at ease here? No, I can't put you at ease because everything I'm seeing on the local news is that it's going to be stormy and slippery. So I think that will please Richmond fans. But, um, yeah, let's talk about the big news. Um, You've been all over it. I want to start at the Giants, if that's okay, because, what is it, five players out with Perhaps Langdon's still to come. That makes it six. Places in a mess. Well, Langdon will go. He'll go to West Coast. That's where he wants to go. And Xavier O'Halloran is the other one. So it could yet get worse. He is the third and final um, kid, if you like, from the 2018 draft that the Giants took first. We know that uh, Coldwell's now gone and Jackson Haightley is now gone to uh, Essendon and Adelaide, respectively. O'Halloran now weighing it up. He's out of contract. Starts at the top with Jeremy Cameron, Zach Williams, and to a lesser extent, Aiden Kaur. So there's three restricted free agents gone in one fell swoop. And then, as you say, they're copying it at the other end too with the kids. Mm, yeah. Uh, so what have they got planned, Sam? I, I know it's a question without notice and who knows. But do you think they are is – a, is it a mini rebuild on the run through the circumstances that they find themselves in? Or do they have to get something big in? They're going to have money. They're probably going to have picks. What do you think they're plotting? That's the question, isn't it? How do they go about it from here, given they've got their senior core, the talented core that they've got, you know, the Greens, the Whitfields, the Canelios and the like. How do they go about doing it from here? Mm. It's going to be fascinating. Jeremy Cameron, they want more than picks, clearly. I mean, you can't keep having picks coming in and then having them go back out. I mean, um, someone like Joel Coldwell, he was the pick in relation to the to the Dylan, Dylan Shield deal. So you can't just have them coming in and out all the time. I mean, with Jeremy Cameron, they're almost certainly going to match that. And we heard the CEO, Dave Matthews. I mean, it, it is, if it is going to be pick 10 as widely as soon as compensation, that cannot be enough for Jeremy Cameron. They have to force a trade there. They want more than that. But at the same time, the Cats want to keep their first uh, th- their three first-round picks. And they've also taken Parfit and Radigalia off the trade table as well. So there's plenty to play out there. They've got an interest somewhat. They've discussed the prospect of trading 
for Tom McDonald at Melbourne, who's got two years to run on his contract there. Now that it looks highly likely that Ben Brown ends up at Melbourne, given he's had talks with Simon Goodwin and also completed a medical at the D's. Mm, Tom McDonald's no Jeremy Cameron. I can tell you that much. Mate, you, you broke the story about Brad Crouch. He's joining St Kilda, five-year deal. What are they going to pay him? Look, there's some conflicting reports out here. I think it's fair to say, Kane, over what the contract offer for Brad Crouch looks like. Now, I'm standing by what I said yesterday. I've gone back to the well. I've double and triple checked this with absolutely someone who would know. And I can tell you, it sits between three and a half and $4 million over the life of this contract. So it's somewhere around or north of $700,000 a season. Now, I know there's some reports out there saying it's less than mm. that, but this is a sensitive topic at the moment, compensation, Kane particularly for Adelaide and St Kilda, given uh, how much they might be willing to fork out for Brad Crouch. But Adelaide especially, they've got the number one pick. So the difference between number uh, a two pick compensation-wise and an end of first round pick when it comes to the, the top two compensation bands is significant. And there's also a lot of speculation out there that a St Kilda player could end up going the other way as a way of massaging this deal, if you like. Now, Luke Dunstan, I think, would like to get home to South Australia, but at this stage, nothing is forthcoming there. No trade in the works with Luke Dunstan. Jimmy Webster's been mentioned as a possible trade target too. I'm not sure if there's any substance there, but he has two years to run on a contract, so that would help ease any cap pressure St Kilda would have. Mm, yeah, I can't see there's any way the AFL hand Adelaide pick two when you've got the situation North Melbourne are in. I know it doesn't work that way, but North Melbourne are in a bigger mess than Adelaide are in. So to take pick two off them, yeah. I'm not sure how that would sit well with the AFL. Well, it does work that way, to be honest. Even though there's those defined um, compensation bans being first mm. round, end of first round, second round, end of second round, and so on. I mean, there is an expert committee that reviews the formula, and that committee has the power to recommend alternative outcomes to the, the general manager of footy ops in Steve Hocking, where the formula produces a quote-unquote materially anomalous result. So don't worry, they can still get around the mahogany table there at the AFL and just massage the herbs and spices to make it fit. Mm. Uh, can you see Adelaide matching it? I, I personally can't. I don't think they want Brad Crouch and they certainly don't want him for five years. So I, I can't think that they would take that risk and gamble with the prospect of Brad saying, oh, it's okay. I, I don't mind it here in Adelaide. I'll stay for five years. Yeah, which, I mean, if you take his party at face value, he's always been open to staying in the city of Adelaide there, and he's got other reasons for that as well. I don't think so, Kane. I don't think mm. it will happen. A, because it's incredibly rare. If it's happened before, it's happened with Paddy Dangerfield. And I know this year we might very well get a couple in the one period when it comes to Joe Danaher. Essendon talking a big game there about what they will do. And then when it comes to Jeremy Cameron, where GWS are almost uh, duty-bound to match that. Let's move on. What can you tell us about Sean McKernan? Bit of a left field one, this one, uh, Kane. St Kilda are weighing up whether they're going to throw him an AFL lifeline. Of course, Sean, Mc Sean McKernan delisted by the Bombers last month. He's 30 years of age. He's played the 87 games somewhat scattered across 11 seasons with Adelaide and Essendon as well. He could find himself at Moorabbin, though, and at a third AFL club. So St Kilda has two quality ruckmen. We know that, Paddy Ryder and Rowan Marshall. But since the season finished for them, Kane, they've cleaned out a lot of the tall talent in the wake of that semi-final loss to the Tigers. 
Clark. So their fringe rucks or uh, depth ruckmen in Ryan Abbott and Jack Bell, they've been delisted. Their key position players, Logan Austin and Jack Mayer, were also cut. And then there's another key toilet, Nathan Brown, who announced his retirement. So it leaves only the raw prospect, the former U.S. basketballer Sam Alabakis, as their ruck insurance. So McKernan would add some valuable depth and ruck cover there, while we know he can also play forward as well. But... I mean, he's retired. He's got a, my understanding is he's got a stack of attractive offers from local clubs out there, Kane, as well for 2021. Mm-hmm. Don't mind it for the Saints. Cost you nothing and get yep. a, a proven player, an experienced player in there to support uh, Max King as well in the forward line if you need to. Um, North Melbourne, as they wake up this morning, are looking for a new coach, Sam. And look, there's a lot of names being thrown around. Do you think they will hold a significant process to find a coach or do you think they will identify a coach that they want and approach them and basically guarantee them the job without applying and going through an extensive process. Well, we know how much heat they cop for supposedly not undergoing an extensive process to appoint reshore, and they have denied that until the cows have come home. I think while everyone wants this to be a rush and there's uh, some significant dates ahead of the club in terms of uh, draft and trade and then getting ready for pre-season, I don't think they're going to rush this at all, Kane. In fact, the panel that they will form... They want Paul Ruse on that. Paul Ruse hasn't even accepted the offer to come across yet. So once he does that, they put their panel in place to select the new coach, then they'll get into it. I don't think this is going to happen in a hurry, and probably nor should it. I don't know what you think. I don't think there's a raging hurry. I mean, we know the state of play at North Melbourne. As unfortunate it is for them, they're coming from as far back as any club has come before. They've cleaned out the house. They've got to get the assistant coaching panel sorted out as well. I know they've got John Blakey in there. There is just so many things they've got to do in this period. The unfortunate thing for them is that it has hurt them somewhat in the recruitment of players. We know how busy clubs are in the the trade and free agency market at the moment. Not having a coach effectively at work has hurt them somewhat in that regard. But look, that ship has sailed now. They can't do anything about that. What they can do is just knuckle down, take their time, put a proper process in place that we heard Ben Buckley uh, talk about yesterday on SEN and just find the right person. Yeah, equally though, if I'm someone like a Michael Voss who's been through the process before and just missed out at Carlton, are you going to put yourself at risk of missing again and being that coach that always misses out? So, I mean, there's pros and cons of doing it, doing it well, both ways. Yeah. You'd want security. If you're Michael Voss, I mean, you would want, uh, you'd want a long contract. You'd want good people around you, possibly your own people as well. Because, I don't know, Kane, if Brett Ratton is the poster boy for second-chance coaches, there's not going to be many third-chance coaches going around. Mm. Michael Voss would want to get the next one right, give himself the best possible chance. I'm not saying that's not at North Melbourne, but, geez, you'd want some parameters put in place, wouldn't you? agree with that. Hey, before I let you go, I've been listening to you and Jared discussing what seems like a, a while ago, but the interview with Stephen Silvani was as captivating a 35 minutes of, of radio as I've heard in football. The fallout from it, Carlton very quiet. They haven't responded publicly. Have you touched base with anyone at the Blues about how they're feeling since that interview? No, there's very much two sides to this story, Kane, and um, uh, both sides have got telling points. And you're right, Steve Silvani was, he held out onto that for a long time, and it was passionate and emotional at times too for Soss. Um, 
They're not going to respond, Carlton. They certainly won't do that. They're not going to get into a slanging match, a tit-for-tat, if you like, even though Kane Little would seem to have some questions to answer. I think the general feel from Carlton people is that Kane Little is highly capable, Kane. Very good at his job. And he wouldn't be on his own when it comes, and you would know this, at, at that level of position at a footy club that just occasionally swims or mm. seem to swim outside of his lane a little bit. Now, these people have the best interests of the club at heart. But what does Ross Lyon say? Let the cobblers cobble. Maybe he just occasionally swims outside of his lane, but no one's saying he's not highly capable of his job. But I don't think we're going to get a public slanging match here with uh, Kane Little, Steve Silvani. Good on you, Sammy. Thanks for the update as always. Thanks, Kane. SEN Chief Sports Reporter Sam Edmund. You'll also hear him and Jared and Gary and myself on crunch time as we count down to the big one from 10 o'clock tomorrow. I think I'm right in saying that, although my timing is all at sea at the moment. And don't forget, this is your sporting life on Sunday from 10. Sam Edmund is going to speak to former Magpie and Giant. He's sure what a character he is. That's all thanks to Tobin Brothers Funerals, who are celebrating lives. Um, 1-300-736-736. You can respond to any of that. From Sam Edmund, Saints fans, Sean McKern, the Brad Crouch situation, free agency compensation, and how did Geelong get Jeremy Cameron if the Giants choose to match it? Get involved in the show. It's the captain's run with myself, Kane Corns. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely, and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.